everyone. This is the Easy Allies podcast. I'm your moderator, Kyle Bossman, and joining us this week, Bradley Ellis. Hi. Michael Damiani. How's it going? And Brandon Jones. Fine. Thanks for asking. Ooh. Hi. How's it going? Fine. Thanks for asking. We made a little conversation. Thanks for watching, everybody. Goodbye. Continuity. Uh, let us roll the die, Brad. Let's start Let's with the it. first thing we're supposed to start with. It's a three. Brad, that means you have to hold the prove-it ticket. Oh, no. Good job, Brad. And I made a mistake last week. I said it hit its level cap. But then, over the week, something happened. It leveled up. The prove-it ticket leveled up into something sour. It's spoiled. Ugh. The prove-it ticket is no longer a prove-it ticket this week. It is a like potato. Now, let me explain what the like potato is. If Brad hears anyone say a like, that is not... Uh, this thing is like that other thing, or I like that thing, mm-hmm. a superfluous like, he hands the like potato to that person. It is not advantageous to hand it to Damiani, because if at the end of the show you are holding the like potato, your team loses a point. The end of the show is going to be tense. Yes. So if I have We're this in the show, I lose a point? Yeah. Oh, yikes. What if I say like? It doesn't matter. doesn't Honestly. matter. You're already holding it. Like, 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 like. If you call someone else out... And you're not holding it, you then must hold it. Oh. What? Yeah. Jones, if you're like, Brad, Brad, he said like, then you would hand it to Jones. But instead. could you say, he he said it, he said it. No. Any snitches get the like ticket. Snitches get stitches? Get though? the like potato, yeah. Can I make a facial expression? No. Kyle, this is a desperate attempt at mm-hmm. spicing this podcast up. Let's see if it works. <laughs> Let's see if it works. <laughs> I am desperate. <laughs> I don't know. It's like... Yeah, if, I am sensitive. I think this podcast could use a little spice. This is like if you had a stew that was already spicy and you just put like a giant carrot in the you middle. You know what this podcast like, needs? <laughs> or a Some potato. Garlic. It needs your effigy to rep your team. Oh, right. This oh, is okay. true. Yeah. So to listeners, we have the nice beanie baby that is a purple platypus. No red eagle. Uh, somebody... T- uh, Tweeted something at me. I mean, it might be like six hundred dollars in value now. I don't know. <laughs> but they, Get on. Somebody it. tweeted a beanie baby at me that was a not a not a entirely red eagle, but an eagle that had red about it. Jones, I'm going to go out on a limb here. Mm-hmm. Feel free to correct me next week, everybody. There are no six hundred dollar beanie babies. Oh, right. Yeah, I think that there are no. I, I get on that train. Sure. That era's over. Uh, speaking of which, let's start corrections. There are some voice acting heavy Nintendo games. Uh, Kid Icarus Uprising and mm-hmm. Xenoblade Chronicles mm-hmm. are two that uh, were brought up a lot. I still think Zelda's the highest stakes. I still think Zelda's voice acting needs to be better than both of those games. I think it will be. Yeah. Kid Icarus Uprising, very good voice acting, but Link can't come up and be Star like, Fox hey, 64. what's going on here? No, Damiani, that's not like high caliber voice acting is the argument I was trying to make. Those are sound effects. Link can't be like, hey, Ganon, what's going on here? Like, you can't have that delivery. All the dialogue and, is voiced in Star Fox 64. Yeah, and it's all bad. It's not all bad, but it's it, it fits the tone of that game, Damiani. But the argument was Zelda's got this tone to hit. It needs this level of voice acting. Hmm. Hmm. Gotcha. Hmm. You can't be like, hey, Link, I'm Pit 2. It's like, oh, come on. Uh, Very good for that tone. Totally worked for Kid Icarus. Absolutely did. Zelda needs something of a higher caliber. Does light come on count? Yes, that totally counts. There you go. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Marvel contacted Sony Interactive first. And then... And that happened in 2014. And then then Sony went to... uh, Spinex? No, uh, Insomniac. Insomniac. Oh, yeah. Spider-Man. Ooh, Spider-Man, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, 
real-life rally drivers still memorize the tracks. Good to know. And Star Citizen moved to Lumberyard, Amazon's engine. I did not know that. I did I not know, know that, that either. That's, How interesting. That's a big deal. That is a big deal for Amazon. That's not... Makes me nervous about Star Citizen, like many things surrounding Star Citizen. Um, do we when, know- when did the switch happen? <laughs> when did they make the switch? <laughs> I don't actually find them. Let's stop. Do we uh, know any other games that use that engine? If that was recent. Well, the thing was not very many. Amazon announced two games last year that uh-huh. were big deals, and what was it? It was the new Benzies game. Mm-hmm. Everywhere. Everywhere was announced last week okay. to be for Lumberyard. Okay, interesting. And it's, it seemed like that was the biggest deal on Lumberyard. In fact, Star Citizen is. What's our, what's wrong, Jones? That sounds like that sounds like they went to Amazon for funding. That doesn't sound like oh, our game will be better with this weird Amazon engine. Oh, you mean Star Citizen? That sounds Citizen? like we need money from Amazon. Mm, we'll do whatever you want. Maybe like, we use our engine, and like, then they can okay. say we run on Crytek. I get what you're saying. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Uh, that's it for corrections. Thanks. Let's start some news. So this news there was, there's no prompt to begin or end the corrections music. Would you like me to apply that? Yes, I'm so sorry, Jones. You didn't even wrap it up too. There was just it was just completely omitted. Yeah, for the first time. I guess because I didn't start it. I didn't feel like. Yeah. 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 Okay. So end corrections music, please. I definitely. Oh, in easy. Oh, we're doing it there, huh? Okay. Yeah. No, I (laughs) I think I said let's end corrections right there. You said corrections, but you said nothing about music. Okay. All right. My bad. From an editing perspective, Mm -hmm. if I'm a viewer, now I'm ready for corrections. But as an editor, I'm I'm sitting there. You know. You know what's funny? I got my hand on the mouse. It's become my, part my of like... My finger on the button. I'm sweating. Do I add music? Do I not? I don't know. I get what you're saying. I, uh, people used to make fun of it. They used to be so mad that I, they would say, why does he bother saying begin corrections music? Shouldn't the editor just know? And it's like, it's for the fun. It's I don't know exactly it. where. It's having fun. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I don't know that spot. Well, now we know why I do it. You're ch- we got potatoes now. There's a, lots of things changed week to week. I Chaos. just got to check in. Chaos. I love the potato. Uh, I don't know how much mileage we're going to get out of this, but I thought I'd bring it up because it seemed like a big, uh, spicy nacho. Uh, <laughs> the God. <laughs> the PlayStation update uh, for PlayStation 4 will allow a few things. Mm-hmm. New things are implemented. Uh, if you have a 3D Blu-ray... You can watch that on a VR headset, and it will be in 3D. Oh. That's neat. Jones, you like that? That is cool, yeah. Okay. Uh, another use for VR, yeah. Uh, you can uh, hook up an external hard drive, store some games Finally. on that. Yep. And a little thing called boost mode. Boost it. For PlayStation 4 <laughs> Pro. It's back. So, uh, you know what? Let me just steal Verge's reporting for this. Verge had an article. Because basically, it's implemented in the beta it's nobody has this right now. It's not. Oh. It's the update has not been released yet. But many people have it. They're under NDA. They can't share it. It's totally happening. Many people are sharing what boost mode is. Mm-hmm. Uh, it lets the PS4 Pro run at a higher GPU and CPU clock speed in order to improve gameplay on some PS4 games that were released before launch of PS4 Pro. So basically, if you buy a PlayStation 4 game today, it most likely has a Pro mode. Games that were released a while ago obviously don't. What the PS4 Pro does right now is it acts acts like an old PS4. It doesn't use any of its extra beef mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because the game might run differently. Not optimized mm-hmm. for it, yeah. So this boost mode takes off those shackles and it says game go nuts. It's an optional thing you have to select it on. And so your game might not run better actually. Oh, really? Interesting. Right, with all the extra things. However, there are very few games that run worse based off of I'll just say the NeoGAF thread, uh, where they've been collecting data and running games. A lot of games are improved 
and dramatically so. Some not dramatically, some not at all, some do run worse. But for the most part, it seems like if you have a PS4 Pro, it is absolutely worth putting boost mode on. That's cool. Yeah. Did they say if you just like turn it on the menu or something? Is that how it does? Yep. Or is it automatic? It's in settings. Okay. That's neat. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Give it a boost. Uh, I guess the two topics here are, why didn't they mention it sooner? Why is this something that's still a secret? Sony uh, question. of America, at least, is still not officially announcing this. <laughs> it's still reporting. It's still under NDA. Well, it's, you know, classic PR spin. We don't comment on rumors or speculation kind of thing like that. Yeah. Uh, Damiani, do you think this is a selling point of the PS4 Pro, or is it just kind of stupid? It could be. I'm not sure why it's so secretive right now. Kind of confuses me that they would keep this under wraps. Other than you mentioned some games have the potential to run worse. Mm -hmm. So maybe they just want to extend the offer to a limited trial run to see how it works. Maybe they just weren't sure... And they want to get out there faster, so hey, let's let other people try this out for us, expand the the, the audience. But let's not roll this out completely to everyone just yet, and, and not even it, promise it, not even hint at. Yeah, it. Th- they still have a chance to say, okay, we tried this out, but it didn't turn out as we expected. So it's actually not going to be a feature that we'll be releasing publicly. Mm-hmm. You don't know, so. I think if it works out, though, you're going to be hearing a lot about it. Maybe they're saving it for E3. Oh, no. It'll be out sooner than that. Oh, it would be? Okay. It'll be out with the next update. Okay, then, yeah. I I just don't know why it's so secretive. It's it's a little weird. I kind of like it because... That like is fine, by the way. Uh, I I like that they're not over-advertising it in in a way that it would get hopes up. Just, oh, my games are going to run better? Heck yeah. And so boost mode is, hey, it's optional. It's there if you want it. It's an interesting thing not to advertise, but I think it would have helped. I see a lot of positive sentiment about boost mode. I think we as video game Uh, fans love the words boost mode for sure. I think with the chance of it running worse, they don't want to advertise that. Yeah. And you can't test every game. You can't go back and retest every single game that's already come out. And I so I like the idea of it being a beta and letting everyone else try out every single game, enthusiastically even. Yeah, maybe they're trying to gather as much knowledge as they possibly can about which games work sure. great and which games don't. Maybe reach out to those devs and say, do you want to make a patch? Can you? And they're like, no. Do you want to, <laughs> do you want to prepare to alert your user base not to do it? Mm-hmm. How do we handle that language? Yeah. And what games do we know ahead of time are going to be a problem? And so that's it. That's uh, Boost Mode. I look forward to it coming and with the next update. Hopefully soon, yeah. Yeah. And that's that. Okay, good. Cool. I- I'm glad we didn't have to talk about it. I'm glad that wasn't a dramatic thing, you know? Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, next segment. Is this this news? Is this news is a segment in which I'm not sure this is news or not. I'm not. We'll see if there's anything to mine. If nobody likes it, we move on. This year's Star Wars Battlefront sequel will have a single-player campaign EA confirms. I, I don't think that's news. Because I think on this show, we've said it absolutely will. It's yes. never been acknowledged, but we were just sure when that When I found out there will. was a Battlefront 2, I assumed that's why there is a Battlefront 2. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because they're making a campaign and realized, let's make this Battlefront 2 instead of DLC. Yeah. And uh, I think they mentioned it'll be different times and things like that, different uh, eras. Yeah. Whereas this last current Star Wars. We spiked Jones a little bit. Finally. That was a hard rule they had on Battlefront. Hard rule. This has to be original trilogy. No Darth Maul for you kids. Right. So Darth Maul will be in this one. He better. Okay. 
Wait, they're only using original trilogy movies in the current one? Yeah. Correct. But what about uh, Rogue One, isn't it? Uh, <laughs> that's more... Gotcha, that's EA. Cl- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Closer Same to the period. old trilogy than Got the prequel you. trilogy. Gotcha. Okay, uh, EA, the continually failing NBA Live, Ooh. is still set to release in the fall of this year. NBA Live is still alive, I was shocked to know. And that they had to delay it. Apparently, it was going to come out in spring of 2017, and they're saying uh, actually 27th, fall of 2017. Uh, I don't know anything about sports, but when's basketball season? It's on right now. Oh, mm-hmm. it is okay. It ends in June. Interesting. That'll be next. So season. the off season? It'll be next season. Oh, when it starts? Okay. Sure, a little strategic bit before the beginning release. of next season, right? Yeah. Uh, I don't think strategic release. Yeah, I don't know. I think I'm trying EA to throw is just, my bone. They're just having a hard time making yeah. a good basketball game. I think they're just like we invested a lot of money in this. Just get it out there. Yeah. Well, I think it's kind of the opposite. It's good they're delaying it but at they, least. Yeah, they want it to be good. I don't know. This poor game has a hard life. I think their last release was digital only. No. Yeah, and it was it was the one that everyone made fun of. Oh, this no. poor NBA Live. But it's still EA still believes in it. I okay. guess they see their FIFA numbers and they see their Madden numbers and they say, well, we should do this with basketball. Well, they don't have any competition with Madden. Right. So And NBA 2K is a beast that yeah. they'll just never defeat. Yeah. Okay, so not too much news there. Uh, the Final Fantasy 15 team is revising the Magitech Exosuit DLC <laughs> because the owners of Power Rangers <laughs> called in <laughs> and said, hey, yeah. hey, don't do that. <laughs> um, so what happened was there's some DLC coming up. I think it's part of the season pass. If you have the season pass, it's you're going to get this. It's not coming up for, anymore. Right. Well, they'll still make something like it. They'll revise it, they said. But it will be coming at a later date. Right. Yeah. And so it just looked <laughs> remarkably like the marketing for the Power Rangers movie with a black background, shiny red, blue, yellow, black suits. And the poor Final Fantasy Tapazza said, I'm, I'm sorry, I didn't even know. I didn't know that's yeah. what they were doing with Power Rangers. And Power Rangers said, uh-uh. <laughs> Should have done Voltron. Way cooler. <laughs> it wasn't on purpose. They just had colored suits, which is, I think, pretty natural. But, I mean, if you look at the two, and if you look at every headline that was written around that time, everybody said Power Rangers-like. Yeah. Poor Squarenix. Poor Squarenix. They just can't An- Another fumble. Another fumble. Yeah. I just think that's kind of... Okay. It's not news. I just thought that was kind of interesting. It is pretty funny. Yeah. Uh, I like their... Yeah, considering, like, I-, I was once issued a cease and desist from Squarenix. I enjoy that. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Jones? Can you, uh, uh, that was the trailer for the Final Fantasy retrospective. What? We were told to take down because wow. we used footage from uh, from some an- some Final Fantasy animes from Advent Children from <laughs> just like a hot second, a shot of a shot of Cloud smiling and jumping. And they nope, take that, no take more, that off, no more, get Whoa. that offline. And what year is that? Two thousand six. Okay, old school, dude. Old school. So that wasn't even posted on YouTube, I bet. Uh, no, I do. Uh, yeah, it might have been. Okay. I think that's snuck up that's there. That's where they're in like, their tailspin going down. They were desperate. Did no that, one was going to the YouTube channel at the time. <laughs> right. <laughs> did that footage make it into the retrospective, or did you have to cut? No, I used stills whenever I talked about the movies. Oh. Whoa. Out of request by Square Enix. Slick and Jones. Good little, I like that we got a little input from Jones on that. It is now time for everyone's favorite segment of this show. I don't know why they like it so much. PlayStation Plus versus Games with Gold. Nice. It is, uh, yeah, we missed just by a day last week. It is still the beginning of February. We'll call it that. Mm-hmm. PlayStation Plus of February. You ready? Yep. Okay. Little Big Planet 3. Mm-hmm. Not a Hero. That is the game from the Ollie Ollie developers. Mm-hmm. 2D. Ollie Ollie is awesome. 
Is not a hero awesome? I think Huber I is the one know. who reviewed it. I don't it. know. I've not played it. Okay. Starwall for PS3 cross by with PS4. Starwall is the 2D game where you are narwhals that joust with each other. Sounds intriguing. Okay. Anna Extended Edition for PlayStation no. 3. <laughs> Whoa, do you even know what Anna is? It's like that old uh, horror game, isn't it? If I'm thinking it is a, it's a first-person exploration game. I don't, uh, maybe I don't think, think it's, it's horror. I remember people did not like it. Okay, wow. It's true. It didn't review well. Uh, no, I reviewed okay. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah. Interesting. Okay, good on you. Ninja Senki DX for Vita cross cross by with PS4. That is a 2D Mega Man style. I was actually game. looking at that game. That game has a good trailer, Brad. Really bad reviews. Oh, I don't know. I don't know where it came across. I don't know what went wrong. It looks like a game I would play. It looks like Mega Man, but you're yeah, you're a cool that's little a ninja. Shame. That's what guns. we thought about Mighty Number no. Nine. Just looking's not enough. Mega Man, it's back. No, Just kidding. no. When did you think that? It, well, I guess the very wait, beginning. Yeah, the very I was beginning. Like, absolutely. There's hope out there. You're right, Brad. I gotta be honest. I almost gave money to that Kickstarter. It was one. Of, it was almost the first Kickstarter I gave money to. Dodge the bullet. Dodge the bullet. I, and the reason why is I was thinking, you know what? Because I'm a video game critic, I shouldn't put money into any video game Kickstarter. So this was pre Inafune hate. Mm, I guess so. Or were you, were you like? Kind of teetering on the, the sidelines. Uh, I was teetering for sure. Okay. It didn't. It didn't become hate until he submitted his design for the, the smile character. The yep. smile. Yeah, that's what set it off. That's what happened. That's when the worry started. And then finally, Torque L for Vita, uh, also crossed by with PS4, which is a 2D game. Basically, you're in a box. You are a box. Mm-hmm. You're a little man inside of a box. Cool. The box extends four bars depending on which button you're pressing. So if you're pressing the X button, that a bar extends out of it. And so it's kind of physics-based. You can kind of like roll forward mm-hmm. pressing buttons. Sounds neat. Yeah. Uh, that game did not have enough reviews to have a score. Oh. Okay. <laughs> so I don't, I don't know if it's great or okay. not. Mystery uh, game. Right. That's a mystery game. You haven't turned off Brad yet. Yeah. So uh, interestingly enough... This week has five PlayStation 4 games. They try to do two PS4, mm-hmm. two PS3, two Vitas They're every month. Over now. Uh, this one has a lot of cross-buy. Mm-hmm. So you still get two of each, uh, but a lot of those games will I play see. on a PlayStation 4. Cool. With Games of Gold for February, you got Lovers in a Dangerous Space Time. That's that cooperative spaceship game where you have something and you need to say, go to, go to that room and fix that thing. Right. Has anyone it's, played this? It's designed for a spouse quest, or we've never done it. Yeah, you're right, Jones. Yeah. That would be really good. It's, hmm. it's, a, it's of the over, overcooked ilk, but specifically <laughs> co-op. Mm-hmm. Um, right, because there's a, like a, a laser. And so yeah. it's like, go up in the laser. Oh, I got it. Okay, you go to the engine room. Okay, and then, yeah, I, move it. Position this over there. It is a cool game. Uh, okay. Project Cars Digital Edition. Is this a Bloodworth game? That's uh, Bloodworth that- never really warmed up to Project okay. Cars. But I'm assuming that has like everything, all the all the DLCs. It does not have all the DLCs because there is a Game of the Year edition. Mm. Ah, it uh, retails for thirty. Ah, okay. I think it has a lot though, because also part of the digital edition is the uh, limited edition uh, incentive that is worth five dollars. I don't. I, it's hard for me to research these things. It's all nuts. <laughs> Monkey Island Two Special Edition, Ooh. the golden one. Ooh, yeah. And then Star Wars The Force Unleashed. Both of those are 360 Ooh. games, by the way, but they will play on your Xbox One. Hmm. 
The only one that stood out to me was Monkey Island 2. That is the highest reviewed game yeah. of the whole bunch by a large margin. <laughs> Xbox wins again. And I really like Star Wars The Force Unleashed as one of these games. Oh, okay. Okay. That's a perfect, here's your free game. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, cool. It's like, <laughs> ah, cool. So it is I paid for this. Yeah. Yeah, it is like, like Yaiba, Ninja Gaiden. You know, yeah. it's like those types of games. You're mm-hmm. like, oh, I, there was, yeah, I probably wouldn't get around to this, but it's free. I'd love to fun. throw some TIE Fighters around. Let's yeah. do it. Yeah, sure. Oof. Just so many good games. And Little Big Planet. Let's not write off Little Big Planet oh, 3. Oh, yeah. That's a, that's All right, a big... Little Big Planet 3. Yeah, there is a lot solid. of game there to play. That's pretty solid. Damiani, you ever played Little Big Planet 3? Nope. I really Matt Blair loved it. I played the original. Matt really Blair scored it very highly. I think it was 9.5? Yeah, he went, he went up there. Matt Blair? Yep. Nice. Uh, Damiani, tell me what's wrong about Little Big Planet. Floaty? The original one, yeah, it was just... The... Just the platforming mechanics. Gotta adapt. I heard to they the game. addressed them, but just really, really wasn't my type of game. It was more the create a game type thing. So, mm-hmm. to me, I don't enjoy creating worlds in games. I enjoy playing levels people create for me, though. Super Mario Maker. Right. I think Super Mario Maker is a better game than any of the Little Big Planets. Oh yeah, I, I yeah, played yeah. through all of yeah. three. I gotta be honest, I'm not way into it. Hmm. Did you play by yourself or with a buddy? Play by myself. Gotta play with a buddy, man. No, it's a platforming game. It's Little Big Planet, man. <laughs> it's supposed to be fun with your pals. Here's a fun story. Play, Little Big Planet 1, you could unlock costumes based mm-hmm. off parts of the level where it's you need four people for this part. Yeah. And it was me and a friend. We didn't have two other friends who owned this game. Mm-hmm. So we got online. Yep. We hooked up our arcade fight sticks. And both of us somehow maneuvered two pretend characters over to the end of that part. And then somehow did that stupid challenge that required four people, each of us both playing with two controllers at the same time, and got a really cool costume for us. Nice. What was it? It's a beta costume. It's the original version of what, when they were testing out the concepts. Oh, cool. He's flat. He's got a little pink body, a little square that yellow head. Neat. Really, really cool. I had an old snake costume in that game. Yeah. It was really cool. Yeah. That was really cool. That was cool. Poor little big planet. God, I hope they win the bet. Why? I would like my last word to be that the little big planet is better than uh, Super Mario Maker. Why? Oh. Shots fired. Do it right now. Explain why. Um, the rules, man. Because you can actually. Uh, I, I think it's. I think it's certainly more dynamic. I, I think. Uh, I, I, yeah, I'm playing through a Super Mario Maker level. And I'm surprised by the things that you've done in that level, but I'm not surprised by the what that spike. I've never seen that before. It's like it's the Mario spike. It's the this game is repurposing elements that you're used to for years and years and years. Whereas Little Big Planet, it's like whoa, there's tons of things coming out. That I have no idea what I'm looking at. And wow, now I'm now I'm go, driving a racing game. Now I'm flying in a vehicle. Now I'm doing all sorts of stuff. Versus like <laughs> I'm just playing a really hard Mario game. And and I will still and I will still have the unpopular opinion that Mario that that Nintendo was like just like they did with the mini they're like we shrunk the mini give us money and they're like we took these elements from Mario and just put them in a game give us money and you're like there's no campaign oh, at no point do you like God. teach me how to use the elements or introduce me to them or or show me design documents of when they were first created or maybe a little anecdote from Miyamoto about why he created them or whatever like nope <laughs> copy paste. Johns, where is my Pay ticket? Up. There it is. You said like five times. I did. I did. I'm handing it to I you. Did, I did. Because that outrages me. Because I ranted, me. yeah. That outrages me. All right. It's I'm great. outraged. It's exciting, and I love what people are doing with Super Mario Maker, 
I think it's a fun tool, but I think the reason that Super Mario Maker has achieved more popularity than Little Big Planet is because Mario is more popular than Sackboy. No. Period. It's more popular because the jumps are perfect. Well, Mario is more popular than Sackboy, though. That's not the reason why that game is more popular. It's not the one reason. I know, it's not the, the one reason, reason the one but I think reason. it's a major reason. It's a major reason, absolutely. Damiani, help me. I mean, platform is way better. Mario it's just my opinion. I'm not stating his fact. That's just my opinion. Platforming and Mario. It was, it was stated as fact on the podcast. I'd like to, planet. I'd, mm-hmm. I'd like to rebut. Mario is more popular mm-hmm. than Sackboy. That's your argument. Mario is more popular. Uh, those are the two leading factors why Super Mario Maker. And it's is... familiar to a lot of people. Yeah. I oh, guess. Oh, oh, the ease of use in Super sure. Mario was, Maker. Yes. yes, that's a huge, huge Correct. factor. The, the, yeah. Because sometimes Jones, when I'm playing Little Big Planet, the things just don't turn out how I want them to look, and it bums me out so much. That's because you lack vision. <laughs> no, it's because Mario Maker puts restrictions on you, and mm-hmm. I think it's for the better. Yeah. In terms of size, Ooh. the limit you Ooh. have Ooh. to which you can create like the scope. I see. Put Lit- you in a box. Little Big Planet is a huge box. You can do many, many things in it. Most of them are going to look weird, More and you're going to jump. People probably weird. enjoy Little Big Planet. With the variety you can get, it just takes more people a lot enjoy of, that variety because the time you have to put into it to get something out of it that's worthwhile. I think that's too you much. You do have for to learn a lot of its person. systems. Absolutely, it's hardcore. Okay, are we ready to deliberate which one is better, which one wins the month? Oh dear. Oh, we're just that's tough. Mm-hmm. Uh, Not that. I would rather play uh, Little Big Planet than uh, Monkey Island, I guess. Plus, there's more games. There are more games. But there's I, I'm unfamiliar with most of the Sony lineup. I would still vote Sony. Because of Little Big Planet and Not a Hero? I don't even know what that is, really. Not a Hero is the 2D one from Ali Ali developers. Oh, right, right, right. I have no idea what it actually is. It's a 2D is, action though, game. I, I like that just Yeah, it just sounds like there's a lot of variety that there. That developer's cool. They're good. A lot more bang for your buck. Bang for your buck. Oh, man. What's it going to be, Kyle? I mean, I never. I'm not. I'm just the moderator. I don't put in any opinions here. Right. I should tell you. Damian, it's a tiebreaker. That the games with gold games reviewed much better in terms of quality. You're getting. I have more interest in playing Secret of Monkey Island and Star Wars Force Unleashed just because I haven't played either of those. Before. Oh, yeah. but it's Monkey That's, Island two. Yeah, I haven't played any of them. So. Vader surprise. You got Star with one, dude. You have to. <laughs> Gotta start with one, baby. No, you, you don't. Have you don't have to. Not, not respect the legacy. Not with Monkey Island, no. You need it for you context really and perspective. Project Cars is a whole racing game. Oh, I forgot about that game. Ooh. Yeah, I'll go to the Xbox. But then. in Little Big Planet 3, you can make a racing game. Right? Oh, Will it be as good? You can make lovers in a dangerous space time within Little Big Planet 3. Potentially. <laughs> All right, I need final votes. Hmm. Sounds like Tommy I's going Xbox. Jones, I'm still saying Sony. You gonna, you gonna, you gonna flop, Brad? All right, Brad, you're the what is it? Tiebreaker right here. I'm going Sony. All right. Wow. Because of Little Big Planet 3? Yeah. I like that game. And the variety. And there's like more games. games. Okay. And there's more games. I guess that's worth saying. And, and five of them are on PS4. And if there was month. if there was if there was just a home run in that Xbox list, other than Monkey Island, which is great. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, is a very specific genre. I think there sure. are lots of people that do not have the patience for Monkey Island. Okay. All right. PlayStation wins the month. It's now tied. One oh. one. That's the thing. I'm I'm excited that Sony is countering. They're coming back. Okay, we have more games. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, didn't they? We're not sure if any of these are good. No, it's been two two and two and two. It's oh, just okay. more than this is like I think the most ooh, this is the most PlayStation 4 <laughs> games we've seen oh, so okay. far. Games compatible with PlayStation 4. 
Okay. Uh, <laughs> you get the ticket because you just commented on it? You just, like, made a thing. I was a sweat. I was sweating it up. <laughs> sweating bullets. <I'm> sweating bullets. <laughs> uh, I'll take it. I'll take okay. it for doing that. Clock's ticking. Like, it matters. Absolutely. You know what I mean? it's a, Clock's we're just ticking. handing it back to each other. We're yeah. losing a point now, Kyle. Thanks. Okay. I like it. It's just a good idea. Us. Hey, we still got time to botch. We still got time to... What do you hear that? Oh. oh, sounds like it's podcast halftime! <clears throat> Ooh, what do you have there? A little podcast halftime. Ooh. The following are the official sponsors of Easy Allies for the month of February Michael Kozachenko, Mango, I Keyless. Need a new car key or remote? iKeyless.com has been in the key replacement business since 2002. Check them out today and they can help save you up to 75% off of the dealership's prices. If you type an offer code EZA at checkout, you'll get 15% off of your order. Steve Lichman. Life's tough when you're a lich and Steve's no different. Join Steven and his monster friends for their everyday lives down in the dungeon, battling handsome heroes, muscular magicians, and deep depression. Books one and two are available for pre-order for a limited time only. Check out the 90-page preview free at stevelichman.com. Neobytes, a YouTube channel dedicated to bringing you the most up-to-date news in gaming and all-around entertainment. Check out their official video podcast, Bit News, weekly at youtube.com slash neobytes. Audio versions can be found on SoundCloud and iTunes. Scorn, an atmospheric horror adventure developed by Ebb Software, set in a nightmarish universe of odd forms and somber tapestry. Go to scorn-game.com for more information. Sweet Justice, a sound design company based in England that's worked on Battlefield, Mirror's Edge, and Call of Duty. You can see and hear their work at www.sweetjustice.audio. All of these links are available in the description. Thank you to our sponsors. Thank you. Thank you, sponsors. Okay, so I have two games, a tough question, and a fun one. Okay, we'll do that. Oh my gosh, this game. I'm very excited about this. So many games on this podcast. This comes to us from Sebastian Urban. Hi, allies. Hi. Greetings from me and Atari. Ben will know what that means. Right I'm going to assume Atari is an animal, maybe? I have a ben game for you. Ben and his inside jokes. Ben and his... Oh, I wish he was here. Uh, I have a game for you that I'll call Haiku the Game. Oh, boy. I will give you a haiku, and it's up to the panel to find out which game it is about. Wow. Yeah, this is fun. <laughs> here we go. Game number one. Fast and fun, but short. Shooting robots on your knees. Made by more than gold. You're onto this. You're uh, onto this, Jones. Uh, you have this. What's the one with the Vanquish? Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say yes. yes. Made by more than gold. Platinum. Woo. Oh. I like this game. <laughs> I like it. Searching for lost love, finding terror in the South. Oh. Rediscover joy. Rediscover Joy? I was going to say Resident Evil 7. It's Resident Evil 7. Okay. Rediscover Joy. Bringing it back. Oh, okay. The series is back, baby. Oh, re- nice discover nice Joy. Job. Yeah. Resident Jones. Evil Rediscover. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, it's one and one right now. Damiani has zero points. Thinking too hard. Maybe this one's for you, Damiani. I don't do cryptic stuff well. Oh. <laughs> I don't do cryptic stuff well. <laughs> what a strange thing to say. Faster than the sound. Blue bird, not up in the sky. Please switch. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, hold yeah on. I was thinking that. <laughs> Sebastian wrote us haikus. We should finish them. 
The bluebird, dude. <laughs> Please switch on return. Okay, so it's one, one, and one. Um, plateau made by man. In the end, you wield the blade. Breath of the Wild. Pale Devil, the name. It's not. It's not Breath Pale of the Wild. Pale Devil, the name. Whoa. Can you repeat it, actually? Sure. Plateau made by man. In the end, you wield the blade. Pale Devil, the name. Um. What's the early PS3 game with the sword? Heavenly Sword. Heavenly Sword. No. Okay, I'll give you a hint. It's a PlayStation 2 game. You wield the sword? Uh, uh, Shadow of the Colossus? Mm-hmm. That was kind of plateau. made my man. Oh. A game where you don't get a sword till the end. Ego? Nice, but no. Well, every Zelda game, you don't get a sword plateau till near the end. But... made by man. Maybe some sort of big shell. <laughs> no, huh? you're solid two. Yeah. So the Liberty. Yeah. I don't get a Pale Devil the name. I don't. Pale Devil the name. What does that mean? Right in. Huh. Jack's right. back. Uh, haiku. Up yes. to interpretation. Correction for next week. Okay. A boy in the woods. A child with powerful spells. A girl struck by loss. Secret of Mana. That one I would have not known. Oh. Damiani might have gotten there. He nope. was not getting there. I don't, nope. I, I don't think I would have gotten there. I looked at three blank faces. It's been, and just, it's been way too long, man. Black and red is all. Don't become what you must hunt. This game is the best. <laughs> this game is Bloodborne. The best. Yes. Is <laughs> that it? Yeah, it's Bloodborne. Yeah. Don't become what you must hunt. It's three for me. Commotion and peace. Vanish must what lies beneath, falling from the sky. Gravity Rush. Nope. Damn. Skyward Sword. Mm-mm. Commotion and peace. Vanished must what lies beneath, falling from the sky. Jorah's Mask? No. Sky Just Arcadia. cause. I don't know. <laughs> Commotion and peace. <laughs> Jeez. Vanished must... What lies beneath, falling from the sky. Journey? I don't know. Tetris. Oh, jeez. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I love that one. I'm so glad that Easy Allies is a thing, and I hope it will last a long time. To all the allies, thank you for hope, wit, and joy, with love and respect. Thank you for that. Those haikus. respect. What do I win? Um, you can get a werehog. You want one? Yeah. Sure. It's all yours. Nice. Let's do a tough question. All right. I have two tough questions. I'll ask the panel, what would you rather do? Tough question about the Switch or tough question about RE7? Switch. Okay. Sorry. Yeah, Damiani's pretty quiet on that one. Damiani's been quiet this whole podcast. He was ready to go. I think he's just scared of saying like. It's true. Smart man. (laughs) Oh, that game is fun too. I had so many fun games. Can't do them all. Okay. Uh... (laughs) Sorry, I lost my Jigsaw Switch Jigsaw over here, dude. Would you like to play with me? No. No. No, dude. There it is. I'm so sorry that took so long. Hello, allies. We are less than a month away to re- the release of the Switch. Hit it, Jones. Well, I just can't wait for the Switch. And I still have so many questions. One of those is, do you think the virtual console pricing will change? Good question. 
On the Wii U Virtual Console, NES games cost five U.S. dollars, Super Nintendo eight U.S. dollars, and Nintendo sixty four ten U.S. dollars. When we moved a generation to the Wii U, oops, sorry, on the Wii console, when we moved a generation to the Wii U, the pricing scheme has was the same in the eShop. I don't know if anyone expected changes on the prices, but I know I do now. Here's my reason: hmm. the NES Mini uh, launched at sixty U.S. dollars, containing thirty games. That's two bucks per game, not even counting the hardware in a console that there is no way Nintendo could have sold at a loss since there is no other source of revenue from it. Maybe the second controller, but they can't seriously expect to make a profit from a peripheral. Based on that, do you think the prices will get a little lower in the new console? I know Nintendo is this annoying elephant. Yes, Kyle, I'm using your analogy, impervious of everything around them, but one can hope right, love and respect, Caesar. No, they will not lower the prices. You think they're going to be uh, 5, 8, and 10 again? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why lower it? Because of that rationale just then. Doesn't matter. People buy it. Those games already exist. They cost nothing to Nintendo. So putting them in in the NES Mini or NES Classic, that's no cost to them. So it's no cost to them to charge two bucks for an N64? You can't use that rationale. Why? Those games were already developed. We're talking about the eShop. We're talking about virtual console. Right. We're talking about virtual console on the Switch. When I want to buy They're an N64 game. They're just going to argue that you're getting to play them on the Switch, which co- costs more. <laughs> the benefit of playing them on your Switch and on the go. Yeah, you're, 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 not, tethered your to your, you're not tethered to your TV. Go get to play these games to on the go. Tablet. Enjoy. That is what they said with the Wii U. They said, $5. They said there's added value on the Wii U is what they They'll said. They'll be like, there's online support. Oh, Brad, he said like... Yep. Uh... Jones, be cool, dude. Be cool. <laughs> <laughs> I did that after you did. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> but it, it just doesn't it, do you think that'll be the rationale again do you think it'll come out like that they're never going to say anything to that extent but that's what they're thinking internally Kotaku had an interesting article this week that said we still don't know enough about the Switch and they're right it's oh, a yeah. fantastic point they're definitely right it is crazy right now that we don't but know how much these things out. Yep. the vibe is great for it Nintendo should just shut up and not say anything Anything else they say at this point can only hurt. Let let it come out. Let people see what it is. Then Nintendo can react to stuff. People ask a question about this. Oh, uh, we're actually planning to do this down the line. They just be like, haha, yeah, uh, we didn't think of oh, this. Oh, Brad, that's your teammate. I know. You did it, you did it too. Because <laughs> I was mad at him. It doesn't matter. We're actually, still doesn't the point. my one work? Because they can be like... I'm giving an example. You can take that I just out. did that too, though, then. I can be, and then you say the quote. You don't need to say the word. Well, in I was qu- making an imaginary quote about them. Mm-hmm. So it was an imaginary quote. We'll have to so say, the- as though. We have to change our language. As though. They could be as though. Or they could say. They could say. Nintendo can make up whatever excuse they want and be reactionary to fans and consumers' complaints about X. Oh, we actually were considering that. It wasn't just ready, and we didn't want to rush out an unfinished thing. Mm -hmm. It will be coming down the line in a future update. Mm -hmm. Please look forward to it. Do you think the Switch will launch without the eShop? Without the virtual console? It will be very limited. Oh, my God. It will not be the full... Whatever... Like, it won't be GameCube games. Oh, yeah, yeah. Of course not. This happens all the time. They don't have everything available right away. This is Nintendo. You're killing my buzz right now on the Switch. Well, he's right. Because here's what I'm thinking. I think it will launch with a lot. I think it will launch with a lot, and those games will be dirt cheap. 
Okay. Oh. And Kyle, Kyle. Kyle, Planet Kyle. You've gone to Planet Huber. They're finally saying, once you own this one, I'm sorry we didn't have the, the system in place before. Once you own this game, you own it for life, baby. Punch out for life. Count Possibly. On it. That's my dream. Jones is shaking his head. Because it's a dream. <laughs> it's, a, it's a beautiful dream. Yeah. I'll sit you on the... I'll sit with you on the shores of that beach, drinking our fake Mai Tais, <laughs> soaking in the, the warm glow of that fake Nintendo. It's not going to happen. Oh. <laughs> uh, it's crazy we don't know still. It is, it is in fact, crazy. We're three, three weeks away from the Switch, still not knowing. But Damiani brings up an excellent point. If you weren't going to change your prices and you don't want to downgrade your product by informing your audience ahead of time mm-hmm. that you're not going to be launch day Jones, that sentence is hilarious. launch day there'll be a press release and they will put out the information that will say here's the pricing on all of our games for the virtual console five dollars for nes games these are the games that are available today ten eight bucks eight dollars for super nintendo games friend codes ten... are back no that's friend codes aren't coming back. believe it no fire emblem believe it Okay, you know what? I think they might be more because one of the things they said when it was announced that you'll get a free game per month that you can borrow is that they'll have online capabilities. So probably you cannot, you and I can play a multiplayer match, Jones, online in an NES game. Mm. I think that's how they'll rationalize it again, Damiani, and say this is worth $5 because in this one you can play online. Mm-hmm. I bet that is actually what they'll do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they're going to add online functionality to older games. Did they say they're doing that? I think that's what was it's implied. A lot of reward. Uh, Dicey. They're just singing Super Mario Kart. Sure. You could play that online against people, split screen. No, I, if, right. I think that would be the, the implication. As if the person's next to you. So it, Mario Kart on Super Nintendo is only two players. Mm-hmm. So the other person would just be on the bottom. That's pretty huge. That would be a weird thing not to say before launch. Not to sell. The we, the we, Jones, this is what's the craziest thing. The only mention of the backwards compatibility for the Switch was that brief paragraph that said, when you rent a free game, you'll have a free Super Nintendo or NES game. That was the only mention ever that because there will be a Because there's no developments being made on the back end. This is entirely yeah. hardware, This the Switch. That, yeah. that is their primary focus with the system is hardware. Yeah. And they'll figure either figure all of that out later, make those announcements next year, or they're not changing anything. I just think it's wrong because... When we imagine what we want the Switch to be, this is the first thing Brad would always mention. I just want my games everywhere for the rest of my life. Me too. I want that to be there. That's like the first thing you always ever said. Mm-hmm. I will join you on the picket lines, Brad, every time. How many times do you make I, me buy Super Mario World? I, I want to buy Pilot Wings for the Super Nintendo, and then I'm good. I own Pilot Wings forever. Yeah. I think they could afford it. I think they should just do that. We'll find out. So, Caesar, it sounds like not a lot of hope on this end. Sorry about that. This comes from Luke Moore. Titanfall 2 had the sickest double jumps of 2016. <laughs> yes. Great comment. Pretty I totally good agree. Jumps, yeah. yeah they feel, it feels good to jump in one direction yeah. and then jump in another direction. Feels good direction. to move in that game for sure. Just that control feels so good. Let's play another game though. Oh boy. This is a fun game too. This comes from Confused Hulk. Guess the EZA review from the YouTube description. So we will have blanks. And you have to guess, and it's actually way harder than I thought it would be. Uh, Love and respect. Here we go. After a nearly blank long hiatus, Blank and team return to active duty in Blank for Blank, a wonderful reimagining of one of the most beloved games in the series. Star Fox. Nice, Damiani. (laughs) You wrote that review, though, didn't you? Is it Star Fox Zero? Yeah, Star Fox Zero. 
This is probably These, so they're doing easy A reviews. Oh yeah, yeah. I should make yeah, that clear. Ah, okay. Sometimes we get submissions of games that still relate well, to game trailer stuff. Yeah, Blood and I, yeah, Lucky Blood's not here. He yeah, know every single one. Yeah. <laughs> Blank combines many of the best aspects from previous games into something special. Oh dear. Dark Souls Three. Yes, John. Ah, that, that was a one of mine. Great guess. <laughs> Nice. Challenging and atmospheric, Blank places your sense of discovery at the forefront of its design. That sounds like a blood review. Oh, last <laughs> right. The Witness? Mm-mm. This is fun. These games can't be more than eight months old, so that helps. Yeah. Can we guess multiple times? Sense time? of discovery. The Witness, I think, was at Game Trailers. Yeah, it was. Oh, it was. You're right. I've used that sense video. Sense of discovery. Is it, um... Why can't I what it's called? Limbo people. Inside? No, inside. inside. We didn't review inside. Oh, we didn't? We I did thought not. we did. Ouch. Oh, wow. How did we overlook that? Ooh. Did it come out Bot- in our off time? Yeah. I think it did. Or or it was just right when we were getting started. Hyper Light Drifter. Oh, oh okay. yeah. I forgot we did that. It was a blood review then. Blank takes a bold step forward and offers some of the most exciting moments of the year. It sounds like Huber Review Uncharted 4. <laughs> No. That does sound like Huber, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Blank takes a bolt. Yeah, the Huber. Uh, Any more guesses? Battlefield? Uh, Quantum Break? No. There's good double jumps. Titanfall 2. Ah, uh, uh, Ben Moore. Blank shows a ton of potential, but squanders most of it with puzzling design decisions. Ooh. Woof. Oh, man. Woof. Shows a ton of potential, but squanders most of it with puzzling design decisions. Damiani, that sounds like you. Yeah. What is it, Damiani? What is it? I don't like cryptic stuff. It's not Attack on Titan. And what is it? Mirror's Edge? Ooh, it might be... Ooh. Ooh. Close. I mean, not close, but that would be close. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, close, but no. Recore. <laughs> Ben. Oh, it's Ben. I like how hard this is turning out. Oh, yeah. I expected us to get more of these. Here we go. <laughs> the final chapter in the blank series captivates us and toys with our emotions. Uncharted, I would guess. Mm-hmm. Toys with our emotions, Jones? Toys with our emotions? Well, Uncharted kind of does. The final chapter in the series mm-hmm. captivates us and toys with our emotions. No, Uncharted, no. We would Because we don't know if it's the last Uncharted This review knows this is the last game in the series mm. Confirmed last game Wow, it's not Uncharted, huh? Not a popular series Beloved Toys with our emotions But I would say still niche That's a Ben Moore game then Hmm Hmm <laughs> <laughs> Fans of the series love this series. Oh my god, it's that puzzle game. Ooh. What's it called? Ooh. Oh god, I forgot what it's called. Ooh. Z- something zero, right? Oh no, no, yeah. It's Fate a, zero, something no, like that? No, it's zero escape. Zero, zero escape? No, it's zero time dilemma. Yes! Zero time dilemma. Oh, oh man. man. Needed some is, points. You're right. Zero time that dilemma. Is the last, nice. Yeah. Whew. Good, we got there. That felt fun. That was co op. <laughs> 
Journey Beneath the Waves to That's Explore it. a yeah, Beautiful... Oh, okay. All right, wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> After a very, very long wait, Blank has finally arrived. It's a journey that surprised us in countless ways. Last Guardian. No. No, Final Fantasy XV. Yes. Yeah. Okay, one or the other. <laughs> <laughs> one of the greats. <laughs> Blank chases after the thrills of the past and comes away empty-handed. Ooh. <laughs> Rash and Dead, Blank? Dead Rising 4? No. <laughs> Funny answers both times, though. Chases after the thrills of the past. Mighty number nine. Yes. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I want to play this every February. This is a fun game. <laughs> right before our, our anniversary every year, yeah, I want to go back and play great. this. This is great. <laughs> High stakes narrative. Humor. In, oh. <laughs> okay. Uncharted 4. An engrossing combat propelled blank to greatness. Uncharted 4? Not Uncharted 4. You did peg the author, though. Yeah. Too easy. <laughs> One more time. High stakes narrative and engrossing combat propelled Quantum blank. Break. Yes. <laughs> High stakes. <laughs> uh, that's a fun game. Our first review ever. That's yeah. the first review? The first ever Easy Honest uh, review. Oh, before Dark Souls? Oh, okay. Yep. Oh, wow. Cool. And last question. I, I have been... Viewers and listeners, I've been trying to cut back on super long questions. This one is not just informative, uh, but also very interesting and uh, working for good. So I like it. Cool. Here we go. Good evening, gentlemen. There's been a recent option added to PC gaming that I think is a true game changer, but it's getting very little exposure or adoption. Ooh. And I'd like to know if you think it's a big deal or not. You can now map the controls of a PlayStation 4 controller in Steam just like big you deal. would do with a Steam controller. At this point, I was saying big whoop. Uh, in, in terms of not a big whoop. Sarcastic big whoop. You can now map the controls of a PlayStation 4 controller to Steam like you do a Steam controller, and that includes the gyro controls. Setting it up is very easy and doesn't require any third-party apps. Just plug and play. Personally, I don't think the Steam controller gets nearly as much love as it should Ooh. because... People don't understand just how much you can do with it and how simple it is to configure. My favorite feature is using the gyro controls to aim by mimicking a mouse. While the Steam controller is extremely versatile, its one uh, major weakness is not having a second analog stick, which the right touchpad is not very good at replicating. If anyone has ever played Splatoon with gyro controls, it's that, but even more accurate, convenient, and can be modified in pretty much every way imaginable. But now, with the DualShock 4 support, you can have the best of both worlds, allowing the comfort of a traditional gamepad with the gyro controls at the player's discretion in any game they choose. You can even change the controls in games you purchased outside of Steam if you create a shortcut to the game in your Steam library. Cool. My favorite configuration is to press the right analog stick to deactivate and activate the mouse mimicking motion controls in a game like Dishonored 2, Ooh. which you can download and try yourself by importing the configuration that I've named EZA Community in yep. Dishonored 2, and then you can edit it to your liking and directly import it into any other game. It's like having a third analog stick that requires very minimal hand movement, which I believe is magical because you have access to every button while being able to aim quickly and accurately. This is also a major advantage to physically disabled people. Mm -hmm. I have a friend with cerebral palsy, and he loves shooters, but he basically can't move and aim at the same time with only one functional hand. Do you think this should be a bigger deal, or will only a niche 
markets ever take advantage of this option. Either way, thanks for letting me share the news. Love and respect, Joe. Thanks, Joe. That's cool. Right. At first, I was I was thinking, no, this is not a big deal. Good thing I read the comments. Yeah. Good thing I read through all yeah. of them. The idea that, one, I, I guess that it does make controlling games more accurate. Mm-hmm. That's cool. But the idea that... Uh, any disabled and potentially disabled person could control games that they normally couldn't is huge. That's super cool. Yeah, that's enormous, and I think it is a good deal, a big deal that was completely over my head. I was not even aware of it. Yeah, it, it sucks that it's not a bigger deal. How, well, it I mean, would be difficult to make it a bigger deal. How come? Because you do have to put in the work to customize it to your liking, right? And someone like me tends to bend towards whatever has been designed in the game Mm -hmm. because I have experienced so many games that tend to say tough. This is the way our game controls learn it that a lot of times I won't dig into the options to try to see if I can. And it's kind of crazy to me other than inverting the camera. The PS4 can do this right now. Mm -hmm. Nobody implements it. These gyro controls. Yeah. That's crazy to me. Why not? Even for something like Bloodborne, where initially I was really turned off by the shoulder buttons being attack. Mm-hmm. I was so used to having those be face buttons. Just got used I mean, to it. I'm used to gravity but if, rush too. if you're physically disabled, you're not just going to get used to it. So it was huge. Gravity, gravity rush to uses gyro controls. Nice. It totally you, does you, you for a camera. Use it. And in addition and to aiming. the right analog stick, right? Yeah. You, you can use it to aim. Instead. Yeah. Good point. Thank you, Damiani, with the touche. Hmm. What, Brad? I wonder if they if it doesn't seem like a big deal because a lot of people on PC just play with mouse and keyboard most of the time. Sure. Absolutely. But if you're... Uh, yeah, even Dishonored 2, it's hard to imagine playing that with a controller as yeah, opposed to a I mouse, use and, mouse keyboard. and keyboard. for it. Right. But to this friend with cerebral palsy... Yeah, super cool. Suddenly yeah. can hit many more very specific people cool, with yeah. specific needs. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. Yeah. And in that way, I don't need something like this to be huge, to be big news that everyone's talking mm-hmm. about. I want it to be accessible for the people that need it, mm-hmm. so that if they are having issues, that they're aware that these things exist. Apparently, though, in Splatoon, if you're using gyro controls, that is the way to play. That's what I've heard from Ben Moore. You are more accurate. The and meta. so I wonder if wow. they add gyro controls to Overwatch on PlayStation 4, if that would improve, if people would become better. Ooh, yeah. I mean, there's mouse and keyboard on that, though. People on PS4? Use, yeah, people can use that. I don't know how well it works, but yeah, you can use that. Come on, man. I can plug in a PS4. Yeah, you can can plug it. No way, dude. (laughs) Yeah, you can plug it. Are you dead serious dead serious, serious, yeah. Uh -uh. (laughs) Uh-uh. Yeah, huh? No, Brad. People would... would, Where's that prove-it ticket? I know. (laughs) (laughs) This is why we need the prove-it ticket. We can't let it get the level four again. I'll look it up. Uh, because I think that would be an unnatural advantage to have mouse and keyboard people playing against controller That's what I've heard. I will double check. Okay, we're double checking on that. But I, I think that was a cool comment. Easy A community is what to search for if you're playing Dishonored 2 and you want to upload that configuration. Thank you, Joe. Not just for creating that and naming it Easy A community, but for sharing that thing that I was completely unaware of blindly. I kind of want to do another... I want to do the RE7 question. Sure. We got time. Uh, I think it's actually pretty interesting. Ah, take that, Damiani. <laughs> you tried to throw away that RE question. It was Brad. You had it against this already question from the beginning. He didn't Mike. try to throw it away. Brad just said I'd want, I prefer to do the Switch. We do, we do get a lot of Switch questions every week. Anyway, here we go. Hello, allies. Resident Evil 7 has had amazing critical and player response. And yes. Everyone is delighted that Capcom is back on track. Yes. But once upon a time, Capcom was vehement about survival horror games not selling well and that action would be the only way to go. 
and now here we are. Resident Evil 7 is out and a very Western game. It underperformed heavily in Japan, with only around 187,000 copies sold in the first week, which is less than 60% of its shipment. For comparison, RE6 sold 635,000. Mm-hmm. Not only that, but it only shipped 2.5 million units in its first week in the West, a major downfall from Resident Evil 6's 4.5 million. What do you think Capcom should do now? Should they go back to the more action-focused game? And should they abandon the Japanese audience for the Western one? Much love from Switzerland, L.J. Reichmuth. I don't think that game is strictly Western at all. I do think that part's a little pointed. Yeah, it, it seems like that at the beginning. But things change. Yeah, I would blame or put the focus on Resident Evil 5 and 6 versus 6 and 7. What do you mean by so that? So that 6 sold really well because Resident Evil 5 was a lot of fun, I thought. Yes. And 6 seemed to play more into what they were doing. Like, you liked RE5? Well, mm-hmm. it's RE5 times 3. You know, it's kind of like, remember Resident Evil 1? RE2 is RE1 times 2. Yes. You know? mm-hmm. And so I think that was the sell, and I think a lot of people bought into it, myself included, before people put up a stop sign and said, please, God, whatever you do, do not play Resident Evil 6. And I think people went into Resident Evil 7, not only in the position where I was, where I saw a game that looked like Texas Chainsaw Massacre and Spooky Family and, oh no, hiding in the closet, and uh, we'll see how that that pace works out. That is not that game. Mm -hmm. Um, That is the game they want you to think it is, and then you get in and there's all sorts of stuff happening in there. Versus uh, the excitement going into 6 I think that's a great point, Jones. It's a rebuilding year. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You, sometimes sports teams have to say we're not gonna we're not gonna win this year. Look, yeah. we're not gonna make it to the end. We are rebuilding. We are getting better. We have to do this though. And I think they. I think you're right. If RE7 was RE6, I think we would still be reporting lower sales. I think is the point there, right? They shot themselves in the foot with Resident Evil Six. Sure. Regardless of what Seven was going to be. Yeah, I think it's more important to see what they do next. Whatever is RE8 or whatever they end up calling it mm-hmm. will be the better like measuring stick with that. Uh, just because you need to treat this almost, I don't want to call it a reboot. But Soft reboot. It's the first new entry in the new style of Resident Evil that it's they're trying to do. It's a total reboot. You could absolutely so call it a reboot. Compare it, compare the next one to say like RE2, and see you know how the sales compare there. Like sequels tend to do better than the originals when it's a new like or a new thing a new experience because people are unsure about it word of mouth trickles it, it does okay but then the anticipation's there for the sequel everyone lines up to see the sequel because expectations are so much bigger and i think that's what capcom has done in this instance is that they set up huge expectations for whatever the next resident evil is going to be and yeah i think it'll have legs I think because it's a good game, because they actually tried to make a good game, I think it will be continuous to be supported. And they've announced a line of DLC, I think they said yeah. a year's worth, right? Yeah. Uh, I've, okay. I've, that may have been Final Fantasy XV, I'm confusing it with. There's going to be a year of Final Fantasy XV. <laughs> I can't Probably. confirm there's a year of Resident Evil 7, but there will be lots of DLC. What's up? Yeah, there's whatever already came out, and then when you beat the game, they put an advertisement for DLC. The first DLC expansion. Okay, but don't. Not saying what it is. Okay, all right. they, they put it in there. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I'm curious if that was added in a patch or something because I didn't play uh, RE7 when it launched. Mm-hmm. I was told it was. Oh. Okay. They uh, added in a tease after the credits after mm-hmm. in a patch? That's what I was told. Interesting. Huh. That's pretty cool. I love that kind of it thing. It seemed like it might not have been there in the first place. Cool. When I got to it. That's not pre order now at the end of a trailer? It's not. It's free. Pre order now at the end of a game? Jones, that's, uh, it's free DLC. 
It, You're right. It, yeah, it doesn't say pre-order anything. No, no, no. I'm not saying anything else about it. John thinks it's a bad note to end on. When the credits end, the best possible thing is to have a Nintendo logo pop up and your heart is... Warm. I think it's okay. You're the one who hates the... You scored trailers down for having yes. pre-order now. So. Because at the, I, I agree with that. At the end of the game, when the credits are over, you want to have a full heart that feels nice and warm. Mm-hmm. You don't want to be advertised something, but they're advertising a free Well, here, there's, they're just kind of doing... There's more to tell. And in classic Resident Evil fashion, if you have finished Resident Evil games before, there is the obligatory stat window at the end of your mm-hmm. run where you see how many times you died and what time you did. And okay, click X to get out of that. Then you get, oh, by the way, did we mention yeah, yeah. buy yeah. this Shout or out. download this? When it, it is definitely out. not tasteless. If it sounds tasteless, it is not. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, it's a very pointy question, obviously. It comes from a perspective that... I honestly think that LJ might want the series to go back to six style is the way the question's written. I don't think it would be a good I idea. I certainly hope not. That are, is a more maybe they're worried. How, how maybe. You, you it, might be right. It, it might, might be, just be concern. Capcom might see, despite the positive reception to this game, mm-hmm. the sales aren't. Capcom has a history of looking at sales of their games, mm-hmm. uh, Devil May Cry, <laughs> and if the game, even if the game has sold more than the previous one, they just go, huh, maybe we should uh, do something radically different with this next one. Or we should go back to a different style. because it And what did they do? It didn't meet our expectations, and you got DMC. Right, so Devil May Cry 4 yeah. sold very well, just not up to expectations? Is that sold the idea? Sold very well, but they they probably had some BS, like, ridiculous amount that they thought it needed to sell. And then they were like, oh, didn't hit that. We should, we should change this. Um, what do we do? And DMC, I would absolutely say, is westernized. I might oh, yeah. disagree with you on Resident Evil 7. but I say Resident Evil 7. No, no, the, the writer, the author oh, of the okay. question. Uh, but DMC, absolutely. Oh, Wait, yeah. didn't they make uh, Dragon's Dogma, that team? No, that team did the, for what, what Heavenly game? Sword. What game were DMC you is, is uh, for. The DMC four team didn't they make? Um, yeah, yeah, they went on to do. Oh, yes, yes. Sorry, so. Brad. Because oh, the, the RE seven team, the RE seven team is the RE five team. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so Brad, you're saying it's okay? Oh, I love Dragon's Dogma, dude. Sure, it's so good. <laughs> so it's better. It's better that DMC. I don't happened. know if it's better, but I prefer it. Mm-hmm. I just want to say publicly, the Easy Ally stance is not negative on DMC. Correct. It might be for myself, but there are many lovers of DMC. Oh, really? You want, yeah. Oh, okay. What? I, I just didn't know that. Makes me want to puke just looking at it. The reboot or all of them? The reboot. Okay, yeah, that's fair. Damiani, where do you stand on DMC? Uh, not a good place. Okay, all right. Just making sure. <laughs> Damiani, I don't agree on everything, but sometimes we're on the same level. Not a good place. Yeah. So I guess uh, I guess we're kind of all in agreement there. It's not worth chasing the sales. It's not worth going back to action because RE Seven is a good thing. We believe it can make money. Mm-hmm. It frankly seemed like a smaller budget than RE6. Oh, yeah. Yes, definitely seemed like it. So to LJ, I would say, please don't be too concerned. I think it's going to work out. Please don't be concerned. Stay please be excited. Mm-hmm. And please be excited for more. Absolutely. Okay. That was fun. That was a fun one to stick in there. Uh, we got to move on. Okay, here we go. It is now. We just did love and respect. I know. I was about to point out that, but I... Th- I thought your first question was like a weird game, uh-huh. and I was about to say, Kyle, uh, is this technically love and respect? And I'm like, because Simon didn't say. Yeah, <laughs> we didn't do the music, and yeah. then I was like, wait, I, I don't want to interrupt Kyle. No, so uh, we got all the way to this point. Now everyone, like that was love and respect. <laughs> Ooh, 
Love and respect. Rufus is back. He sounded good. Baby. Sounded good. Sounds good. Not an easy battery to replace. They glue them in. I'm not sure if it's glue or acid that has dried <laughs> over. But uh, it was not wow, even. They, they, don't, they don't make the Furby toys mm-hmm. to replace the batteries. Make you earn it. Uh, yeah. Uh, Wasn't an easy job. McEarn it. Definitely earn it. McEarn it. Why is that funny? McEarn it is very funny. McDonald's. Yeah. So McEarn it. I get the. Uh, I don't. I know you were asking why is it so funny to me. It's a non joke. Yeah. All right. Well, McEarn it. Next week's bet. We got to McEarn these. <laughs> for, for honor. Releases uh, next Tuesday, Valentine's Day. We're gonna start a four v four match with the standard Viking, the one you don't have to spend any points on to unlock. We're going to press forward on the left analog stick and press no other buttons. How long until we die, Brandon Jones? I should have learned. I didn't go long on this one. We did steep. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm going short again. Forty five seconds. Okay. I think is a time. Michael Damiani. Steep was really long, wasn't it? Yeah. Sixty seconds. Oof. One minute. Okay. Oof. Brad. I went low. First day, people are swinging hard. <laughs> they don't know how to play yet. 12 seconds. And then Brad, I did 13 seconds. Ooh. Ooh. The box out. Well, Damiani's going to earn that point that he lost. We got boxed out, Jones. Let me lock that in. Ooh. Thank you, Brad. Last week's bet about Neo. Oh, this is very fun. Neo. Neo released this Tuesday. What I did is I looked up the 10 most recent reviews on OpenCritic.com. How many times would I count the word souls? Jones, you bet 9. Bloodworth bet 23. Huber bet 10. I bet 10. Jones used the green thumb on Bloodworth. That bet is negated. It's oh, gone. Oh, damn, Jonesy. Mm-hmm. I can only do that one time. That was it. Green thumb's gone. That was our one shot at it. Do you two have guesses? How many times you would hear the word souls in 10 reviews? Of it, Neo. Would have blood said? Isn't it like 40 plus? Uh, blood said 23. It's higher than that, right? I would have done like 26. It's like 40. 86. Wow! 86. <laughs> pieces <laughs> of blood souls. so much faith. Whereas the Souls games do this, yeah. for Neo does this. Taking inspiration from Souls. Uh, Souls-esque. Uh, Worthplaying.com used it 19 times <laughs> in one review. <laughs> what? 19 times in one review. It's Whoa. always good when we do this, and the question is... How many times will this appear? And the number that I guess is dwarfed by one review. <laughs> is there any item or mechanic related to Souls in Neo, though? That people would use it. Almost every reference was to, to the dark, Souls series. Okay. Souls fan. Okay. It was mostly not Just making sure the that was in some is way. similar to Souls. Yeah. yeah. The stamina meter is similar to Souls. So Huber and I share a point for that one. Okay. <laughs> Bringing us to Purple Pot of Pie 2. <laughs> Good. Red Eagles 4. <laughs> no poison thumb. I got to cross that off. We don't have that anymore. So, Brad, how do you want to split this? We get to split the responsibilities. One of us will get Twitter handle. One of us will get promote a video. One of us will get final word. And one of us will get... Uh, oh, the sign off. Can I do the promote a video? Yes. Excellent. Oh, yeah. You have a good one to promote. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then I want final word. Cool. You want Twitter or sign off? I gotta do the sign off. Oh man, you do. <laughs> you gotta you do the sign, sign off. off. That's what everybody wants. You gotta do the sign everybody off. Everybody wants Brad's sign off. Uh, we should talk about Easy Allies before we shut off. Absolutely, though. sure. Jones, what's Easy Allies? What is this? We're a group of uh, men, manly men, who play games. Oh, whoa, yes, assertive males. 
in the gaming industry. I don't like this. Like I like to assert our opinions. I thought you were gonna make like a Men in Tights reference yeah. there, but we went in a different direction. <laughs> no, Men in Tights. No, but that was the right. Yeah, Men with Games. Men with Games. Uh, <laughs> that we, was a movie when you're in middle school. People are like, this is so funny. Yeah, Men in Tights. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Mel Brooks, baby. You can do a lot worse than Mel Brooks I said, for hey. sure. Robin Hood. Men in Tights. Hey. It's not funny though, right? It's not funny. Is is Men in Tights funny? There are moments. Dave okay. Chappelle. Yeah. Are you the guy? That they make fun Paul of Blart's the Kevin really Costner funny? film, I've which seen Paul Blart, but someone I think it should funny. do. Yeah. Boy, I went back and watched that Kevin Costner version. That's not. That's a bad film. <laughs> Men in Tights is better than Robin Hood starring Kevin Costner. Yes. Wow. Thieves. Dang. Shots. Okay. Anyway, what's Easy Allies? Easy Allies <laughs> is a... The Patre- Men in Tights of video games. ...is a Patreon-funded group of gaming journalists and hosts and content creators and show producers and musicians and improv actors and moderators and such. Just nine of us. But we are entirely funded, uh, 95% funded uh, through our donations via patreon.com slash Allies. And uh, it is an incredible thing that we are just about to get to our one-year anniversary in March. Uh, thanks to Patreon. Boy, I'm picking every single word so carefully. In the final stretch. Yeah. And we would very much appreciate if... Don't even worry about the donation. Just go to patreon.com slash easyallies. You can see more about what we're about than you can from just our YouTube channel and YouTube video descriptions. Get the bulk of it on Patreon if you want to go. You made it, Jones. You made it through, Jones. And we would like it if you would. <laughs> oh. We would like to play. Getting cheeky. That's a little cheeky, Jones. My Twitter handle is at Kyle Bossman. Haven't been very active on Twitter, but if you have a question for me, it's a good place to go because I if it ends in a question mark, there, I will most likely respond oh, to okay. you. Oh, uh, on Promoted Video. Mm-hmm. Me and Ben, uh, we're working on anime podcast. First episode went up on Sunday called Easy Anime. Talk about a little series called Berserk. Has a huge influence on me and Ben Moore. Check it out. I watched it. You watched it? Mm Mm-hmm. Wow. I gotta be honest, I played it in 1.5 speed. (laughs) Fair. That's fair. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, that was Gravity Rush 2 material right there. Oh, you... I hate you. You I was just collecting gems. I was just running around collecting gems. Okay, okay. It's not like I was missing story. Alright. Okay. Uh, final word. Matt Blair, I love you. Uh oh. Little Big Planet 3 is not a 9.5. Ooh. <laughs> Been holding Never that one for a while. Played. Have you played Little Big Planet 3? Yeah. You played it? You played, played through the whole game. Through the entirety of Little Big Planet 3? Yes. Okay. I did. Good. Check my trophies. I will, if I remember. Brad, your sign off, please. Profanity incoming. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Honor of my boy, General Hux. Fuck the Republic and fuck the Senate! Fire!